Hello there, and welcome to the EAP Broadcast System. Today, I'm interviewing the most wonderful Rachel Rose. Now, Rachel is a positive mindset coach. She's guiding clients as they transform and transition total life experiences through self, health, and wealth and their whole life. Her infectious positivity led her to become a motivational TEDx speaker, business consultant, and author. And I got news to you. She just motivates the hoo out of me, that's for sure. So we're going to have a little chat with Rachel, find out what's, what tools her up, what pushes her funny button, and we're going to get things going here and see how she can help us transform our lives. So hello, Rachel. How are you doing? Thank you for coming on today. I'm so grateful to be here, Daniel. Thank you for having me. Okay, so you do this whole, you know, I've done some little stalking of you on the internet here, and I understand that you went through a, a drama or trauma in your life, and that's sort of what set you up to do what you're doing now. Now, I don't really need, do we need to discuss it, or can you open up and let people know yeah. what happened to bring you to where you are now and why you're wanting to help people with their lives? Sure, amazing, yes. So um, I wanted to learn how to snowboard and not knowing a lot about winter sports. I fell 500,000 times over a four day weekend learning because I'm not competitive with others, but I am with myself. And I literally remember saying out loud, like that if this is the last thing I do, which I wasn't literal, I, I wanted I'm going to learn how to get down this hill. And it was about a week later, I all of a sudden, I didn't know what was going on. I had a helmet on and um, it turned out I was I had grabbed my youngest and gone to the hospital and they said, kiss your son goodbye and find him a ride home. You have a fatal traumatic brain injury. We can't save you. We have an ambulance downstairs. And so basically it was like that was it. And then five days later, I was still in ICU wondering, you know, am I going to live? Am I die? Like nobody was really telling me what was going on. And um, 18 months later, after the traditional neurologist didn't want to work with me anymore, um, I found a doctor and we were recently interviewed. And I've always been blessed with a positive outlook and mindset in life. But somebody asked, how is it that 86% of people that sustain the same brain injury end up in a home dead or commit suicide? And he said, with Rachel, it was 100% mindset. Mm -hmm. So that was really eye-opening for me that, you know, that it can actually impact our health, not just our life, having a positive mindset. Well, you know, I will have to say that I am so happy that you decided you were going to stick around a while because otherwise I might never <laughs> have met you. So this is good. <laughs> you know, you. And, and, and I want to say the fact that you're still here means you have something to do. You know, exactly. Everybody in this world has something to do, whether we know it or not. And we're not going to check out until it's over. And you haven't checked out. So you still got stuff to do. So yeah. tell me, Rachel, what are you doing anyway? Well, my goal when I was literally relearning how to write and text, and I mean, I was, if you, it, the tricky part is it's an invisible injury, which okay. many people, I think now more than ever with mental illness and, you know, people see you and you look, you look like you're okay and, but you're not inside. And so um, 
I do believe that I was here to show people what's possible. And so I have a program, the five steps of radical resilience. And when I was relearning to live my life again, I made this crazy goal to do a TED talk. And everyone kept saying, oh, you're crazy, or I'm this or that, or they canceled. And, you know, and literally, Daniel, it was eight weeks before the end of the year. It was on my vision board. It was the background on my Zooms. And I was interviewed for a podcast, and they, I guess, decided I wasn't, you know, a good fit and asked me, how else can I help you? And I said, well, I'm going to do a TED Talk. And he introduced me to a coach and literally that was October 31st and the week after Thanksgiving it was published so don't ever give up and one of the five steps in the radical resiliency is just decide you know we determine our outcome well that's true so so I think what I'm hearing you say here is that even though you suffered from a traumatic brain injury and it's a hidden thing people are injured inside and we don't know it about all parts of their life or, or different parts of their lives. And most of us hide it because we don't want to look like that broken person. So, so what would you say to those people? I mean, we all know if we have something going on, I mean, it's not like it's not there and it's not like it's hiding on us. Right. So what would you say to people who have not done anything to step out of whatever their pain and suffering is? What would you tell them to do? Well, the one thing, the, the first thing that, I want to just go back to for a minute is with the invisible injury uh, for all of us on the outside, right? it's about judgment and we don't know what's going on with people, True. you know? And so that's number one is, you know, it, we don't know. And number two, what I would say to them is that one of the biggest lessons, and I always believe there's a lesson or a blessing that comes out of, you know, trauma or disaster, you know, you know, better than anyone is the lesson. there's always the lessons in the blessings, you know, and, and fortunately or unfortunately, most times in hindsight, but asking for help was something I never, ever did. And this accident I wasn't able to live independently for, you know, the first couple of years and asking for help. So one of my favorite quotes, and I don't even know if I said it or somebody else did, but when we bear our, when we bear our struggles, we allow other people to step up and empower them and make them feel like they're making a contribution. And that does make sense. I mean, in general, people are a lot nicer than we give them credit for. <laughs> we just don't always give them the opportunity to show us how nice they are. So what I hear you saying is by offering somebody the opportunity to help you, you're also helping them in a way, right? 100%. Can I share why? What happened? Sure, absolutely, yes. Just because I think, because I know so many of us, it's we're very open and easy to give help. But then as soon as someone says, you know, can I help? Oh, no, 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 no. You know, I'm fine. You know, I always prided myself on being so self-reliant. And the doctor that I ultimately found that could help me with this injury said, you're going to need to come six days a week, you know, for however long it takes to get you better. 
and I couldn't drive more, you know, more than the neighborhood. And the only person I could ask was my 86 year old father. And every day, Daniel, when I walked down the driveway to get in the car, I was so nauseous putting this on him at his age. And the third day he looked at me through tears and he said, I just want you to know that you have given me the greatest gift of my life. I have purpose again. I have a reason to get out of bed. I'm contributing to your getting better. And I've got this sacred time, you know, and magic moments now. And I mean, I'll, it changed everything as far as asking for help. And and I think it's, it's we give people a gift. Well, you're absolutely right. I have two daughters, so I know all about that. I love my girls. You know? anything for them. So it doesn't matter how old your dad is. He's going to be a father, you know? It's like, that's what he wants to do. And you gave him the opportunity. So that's why he uh, loves you even more for it. Yeah, really. I, I can't, that was one of the biggest lessons that I, I can't share enough okay. of anything else. You all hear that, folks. Ask for help. Ask for Find help. someone and ask them. And if they say no, then ask someone else. Don't stop. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So so you have a few things going on. You you coach people in certain things on your radical resiliency, right? So why don't you run that down? I mean, that's how we sort of got together the whole concept of resiliency. So yeah. run that by me and let's let everybody know exactly what you're talking about here. Thank you. Well, you know, like you, Daniel, when you know, there's a disaster, I think, or a trauma, or it means something, it could happen, it, it means different things to different people. Like for someone, it doesn't have to be an accident, maybe it's a conversation or, right. you know, and so I think that like you, giving people the tools up front to, um, to we've all had stuff in our lives. And when we have steps, to go back and sort of pull from those, the lessons, the blessings. By the fifth step, which is reflect, now you're showing up as a different person. Just like when you're, you know, sharing about disaster and educating people, God forbid it happens, they they're they're showing up as a different person. Right. And so I I'm doing consulting with groups and keynote speaking. That's my favorite. And Going through the five steps, steps, which number one, acknowledge, right? Like you you don't go into after a hurricane and start building the buildings on top of the mess, right? Like okay. you have to just kind of assess, right? Clean it up. Have a party <laughs> and just, you know, acknowledge it. Be the victim. Get mad. You know, that's stupid. If that stupid boyfriend didn't, you know, if I he told me to take a lesson, that wouldn't happen, you know, with the snowboard. But just feel it. And then step two is make a decision because that that was everything, was the mindset. And if you want a positive outcome, you need to have a positive outlook. So, but you have to decide. Like I decided this is these kids, I have three kids. There's no way I'm leaving them right now. Right. And ask for help is the third one, right? We are not meant to do things alone, none of us. And then the third, the fourth thing is take action, right? It, whatever you're fearing, you just have to do it. I, I was told I wasn't allowed to go on the highway. I lived in California for a year. I kept saying, 
I can't go on the highway. I can't. And everyone thought I was crazy. Like, how are you getting anywhere? It's so spread out. <laughs> and then one day I decided I needed to be in Newport. And guess what? I went on the highway and I got there. And now I'm like in the canyons. And so you have to take action. I feel like, uh, what's that saying? Uh, that when you hesitation uh, keeps you from manifestation, like, Whatever you're in fear of, that is exactly what you need to do. Because then after you feel like empowered, right? Absolutely. But I know I've seen barriers. I'm, you talk to a lot of people too. Do, what kind of barriers do you see? What is the hesitation? You know, I mean, we can go back. So, well, this is how we were raised. This is the society we're in. You know, especially if you're a male, you're not supposed to ask for help. You don't need a manual. You throw the book away and you do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that bleeds out in the rest of society in some way so so how can we make those changes if we're so i can't do that how can we make that change we it it literally we have to whatever we're in fear of i was was fearful of the water because i was raised by a father who was told you know if he went underwater he was never going to hear again and you know what i did to get over it i learned how to scuba dive Okay. And, you know, I was claustrophobic my whole life because of my dad was claustrophobic. And, you know, then when I was going through my brain recovery, part of the recovery and the rehabilitation was hypobaric oxygen chamber. And you're literally zipping yourself up in a bag for an hour. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but whatever we fear for to me, I want to give this gift to you. False evidence appearing real. We're making, we make up stories about, you know, it, about what it is that we're fearful of. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, what it, it's going to be okay. And we're probably not going to be afraid anymore of whatever it is, right? We're, it's, oh, yes, it's so empowering. That is quite true. I personal experience of people who, subjugate themselves to such negative things in their life just because they're afraid to take the shoe off, put the shoe on, put their right sock on first or the last, you know, for whatever reason. And it says, come on, get over it. You know, but but it is hard. Some people have a real hard time getting through that and getting over it. Um, so would you say that one of the best ways to do this is to seek help, ask for help? How can you do that? I mean, if you don't have to get over the fear. Yeah. How can you uh, get over those fears? I mean, for sure. Be some fear to get over the fear in the first place. Yeah. But yeah. how do you take and, that step? Well, I do believe fear, fear has a, you know, it has a purpose and, it, and many times it does keep us safe, but it can also paralyze us. Right. And for sure, for sure, you know, with everything, we're not meant to do things alone and for sure ask for help. I mean, there was someone on the other side in Newport coaching me through and checking on me. And, you know, I don't know if I, I wouldn't have just like shot out there, but for sure in, in whatever is happening in our lives, we need to do it with other people. You know, we just, we weren't meant to do things alone and, and we all have different gifts. You know, if you think about like, I don't know if you read the book, Think and Grow Rich with and Henry Ford, right? And is it? I think you're a part of that book, right? With with uh, thinking well, growth. I'm working on a book of influence, uh, Dale Carnegie: How to Influence People and Make Friends. Yeah. 
Okay, okay, but he's like around with the hanging out with the same um think and grow rich right and those kind of guys. And you know, there's an example about Henry Ford and they have him on the stand and they're asking him all these questions and he doesn't know the answer and they're trying to discredit what his knowledge and he says I could find anyone that is that I surround myself with to answer these questions. Like, you know, we were we all have different gifts. And when we combine them, it's it's magic. So Mm -hmm. for sure. You're absolutely quite true, especially in this day and age with the access to the Internet and the access to technology like we have it. It is quite possible that even if you don't you're afraid to go talk to a person you can find a person to talk to that's not in your face and then that'll open up doors for you right so eventually you'll step through that door and talk to someone face to face would you think that's a way to look at it or just a little bit yeah i you know what here's what i heard this morning that i love is every day something teeny tiny right if if we do one percent of anything you know, moving towards something that we want or overcoming fear or that we want to achieve. One percent seems like it's meaningless, but at the end of the year, it's 365 percent, right, that we've moved forward or gained something. So, I mean, it was, listen, there were so many days that I was hopeless. You know, I wanted to be, go back in time. I wanted to things to be normal again. And I'm looking at my snowboard. I, it's in my living room. I mean, it's a reminder of the lessons and the blessings. And believe it or not, I would not go back in time and wish it didn't happen because this is my relationships are different. My life is completely different in the best way. But it was a process and it's ongoing for sure. Okay, but you should, the bottom, the gift is the reflection. You know, I mean, is after you reflect the hindsight and and you show and being a different person and taking inspired action that you wouldn't have taken if this bad thing or this fearful thing, you know, had hadn't happened. So I hear you saying that there is no easy button. You're going to have to work through whatever it is, because if it was that easy, it probably wouldn't be that special or that important. You know, like the drive-thru, it's easy to drive through Starbucks and get a coffee. Okay, or you get a coffee, big deal. But there is no drive-thru for upgrading your life. We cannot do that. We have to actually do the work. We have to look at the fear when we have to do that 1% every day if possible, right? 100%. I don't know if you, did you ever read your daughter's, the the book, Going on a Bear Hunt? No. Okay, well. So going on a bear hunt is they want to catch a bear and they keep coming upon all these obstacles. And at every obstacle, the family says, can't go over it, can't go under it, can't go around it, have to go through it. And, you know, that is what unfortunately is holding so many of us back is there are all these quick fixes, you know, to numb the pain and and avoid you know, feeling something or being stressed out or scared or, mm-hmm. you know, but the only way is through is, is through it. But that's when you get the gifts on the other side, well, you know. So there are benefits to embracing that pain. There are benefits to walking through it. There are benefits to climbing over it, under it or around it or whatever you have to do. So what, what 
to you, you've mentioned some benefits that you would not change it because your life is different. Your relationships are different. The way you do things are different. So there must be benefits. So how can we describe those benefits to the listening audience? Can you tell them about how the you have benefited from becoming a different person? It's changed my life in every way. I'm in the, here's the, here's the best way to sum it up, Daniel. Every day above the flowers is an amazing day. Period. <laughs> End of story. You know, uh, yeah. well, you know, I'm army. Uh, we uh, say every day above ground is a good day. That's for sure. That's, right. <laughs> that's the gift at the end. You know, you're not, you don't have bad days. You know, you're um, not complaining about the weather. <laughs> we have days we make whatever the day is we have is how we make it at the end of the day. Exactly. It's what we made out of it, regardless of the weather, who we're with, what we're doing. So what are we doing here, Rachel? What direction are we going in now? How can we do something to help these people to, uh, to give them some tools, maybe some sort of, how can we help them manifest what they want? Because we know everybody wants something, whether we talk yeah. about it or not, we all want something out of life. So what can we do to help these people move forward? I mean, the first step is I have a gift for everybody and it's all the, and it's, it's the tools to reclaim your power and shift your perspective, right? So positivity from a positive per, to a positive perspective and all of a sudden see all the possibilities. So I would love to share that with everyone and going forward, there's radical resiliency methods to madness and radical resiliency lives that we have going on that we're putting the dates and confirming them over the next few weeks. And if you grab the blueprint, by the time you reclaim your power, your positivity and your possibility, you'll be, you'll be in, you know, have the options of everything that lies ahead. Okay. So everybody just be advised somewhere around this video that you're watching, or if you're listening to this on the <laughs> podcast, there's a link to the I'm reading a blueprint to reclaim your power, positivity, and possibility. There's a landing page. You just drop in there. You've got to give Rachel your name and some contact information, and she'll send you this stuff out so you can start moving. Yes, yes. So is that the only way to get a hold of you? Is there any other ways to get a hold of you if they uh, don't want to do that, but they still want to get a hold of you? How can that happen? Yeah, well, rachelrose.live is my website. And they can connect with me there. They can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. And yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put some, uh, I got a plus one, a link tree. Yeah. Link tree has a website. So I'll drop these links in, yeah. in the blurb and whatever it is that we're, you know, what we're talking about here in the, uh, on the page. So yeah, link tree has every way. Okay. That works. So, so Rachel, let me ask you a couple more questions here. Now, this is not a question that has nothing to do with what we've been talking about, but I like asking people anyway. You're trapped <laughs> on a desert island. You've eaten all the coconuts you can. There's nothing left to eat. And a box magically washes up on shore with your favorite food in it. What's in the box? You're going to lay off because it makes no sense, but okay. sushi. Okay, well, that's, that's sushi. Yeah, I'm, right I'm on the that. desert island, but I don't have like you know a fork or, or whatever. That's right. <laughs> and I catch the fish, the but real, sushi. I would say sushi. I love it. That's <laughs> Maybe good. a side of fries, a side of fries with it. Okay, sushi and a side <laughs> of fries. We got it. 
<laughs> so Rachel, is there anything that we haven't talked about? Or is there anything that came up in your mind while we were having our chat that we didn't touch on that you'd like to uh, entertain us with or educate us with? I I just, you know, the one thing that is, it was, it was part of my Ted talk. It, it's so important to me is at the end of the day is that if you're still searching for your listeners, if you're still searching for that one person to change your life, take a look in the mirror. Look in the mirror, huh? Because that's who it is that's going to do it. Because no one outside is going to do it, right? I think a lot of people forget that we are the most important. You no, know, we know it, but we are the most important people in our own life. And if anyone's going to save us, it's really up to us, right? We have to be, you know, because at the end of the day, we can't give from an empty place. So, you know, secure our own oxygen mask for sure. Put your mask on first. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. So Rachel Rose, this is Daniel with the EAP broadcast system with our wonderful interview with Rachel Rose, a TEDx speaker. I want to get on TEDx myself, Rachel. You need to hook me up on that one. I and, will. Uh, there's going to be, there's going to be links down here to contact Rachel in many different ways. And I recommend going and getting that uh that guidebook that uh the blueprint go get the blueprint see how it's going to help you out so till next time this is daniel with uh, the ap broadcast system rachel rose rachel you take care thank you thank you for having me my pleasure have a nice day and goodbye everybody stay informed and stay safe hello there thank you for watching be sure to like comment share and take advantage of our limited time special offer at www.eapready.com